Shechta Beyed of Zion Amit Beis, page 7, side B. The distance what we consider to be within the close enough for the male rooster to be next to the hen is whenever she can hear, uh, the male can hear uh, the voice during the daytime is considered with her. So the Mori did an act to permit the egg that was found in the, in the nest before Eloisa Shachar and there was no male at Shittin Bati. There was a distance of 60 houses of here. So since up to that distance, the, the, the chicken would not still do from the ground, but she uh, definitely gave birth from the male. So therefore, we have to say that it was done from Erev Yontav because that mean is done by Erev Yontav. If there is a river dividing, separating between the male and the female chicken, the Tanagalis does not pass the river to go uh, to him, even though they're close. And we assume then that the egg is not from him, from the male, but rather it's from the ground. And therefore it's possible it was born on the nighttime, that it was late at nighttime, that will be also because it's it's if there is a bridge over the river, so she can pass the bridge, and she arrives to the place of the male. And then we can, again, assume that the egg comes from the male, and then it's permissible because it was laid from the day before, and it's not a Baal Shinol Dubiyantav, it's Mutter. The Iko Metzra, if there is no actual bridge, but there is a Metzra, which means there is a string that is pulled on the width of the river and it connects the two edges by different posts that are stuck in the two sides of the river. And when you hold on to the string, you can, uh, with, with great difficulty, you can pass the uh, river on a, a narrow piece of wood which is lying on the width. So you have a narrow piece of wood, but you're holding on to the string and that's where you go by. Uh, the Tanagilis doesn't go back by the river in that way. And then we have to assume that she actually has it from the ground. The Gemara says, no, there was a story that the Tanagilis did go by that rope. Not like we said. So that way we can also permit the egg in such a situation. The Gemara is asking, uh, Rabbi Yisrael Shol, in the name of Rav, said that the egg that was found on the in the nest in Yontu before dawn, after the che- they, they inspected the the nest from the day before, it was no egg. Uh, he uh, disallowed uh, um, because he says it was born at night time. And the reason is why he disallowed it is because we said, how did you interpret it? I, it only gives birth in the daytime, so we know it wasn't there. Couldn't have been at nighttime. Couldn't be that it was late at nighttime. So you answered, you're talking about the Sofna Ma'ara. So if it's Sofna Ma'ara, so then the birth can actually take place, the laying can actually take place on nighttime as well. My so then, Bodak, so why is Rav talking about a case when he checked the nest and he didn't find even Kilei Bodak, even without 
not having checked. Nami, we can still, should still say it's prohibited because uh, maybe it was late on Yontif, on the night of Yontif. And the Gemara, and so what happens, even if you don't know, why would we say that it was yesterday's egg if it could be that it's today's egg? Why should we allow it? And the Gemara says, Kiloi Bodak, if you don't check the nest from the day before and without and not finding the Amam Esmol Havoy, then the assumption needs to be that it was late the day before and not in the night of Yom because the majority of the Tanagoilas do give to lay on the daytime, even if it's something that they heated up from the ground, they still most of the time would have the egg at nighttime. And therefore we go after the Rav. So same thing should be, even if he checked and he didn't find, we should still go by the Rav and say that it was late from the day before. And even though, but he checked, he didn't find it. So maybe Take went out and went back. And then that would be like a Bechon who permits the egg that has gone out, the majority, in every Yotav. And it goes back to its, the mother's womb and it comes out again on Yotav. And the Gemara answers, It's not common. It's more common that she should give birth at night time than to say that the majority went out. But if you have an egg that was laid by a male, then we have to say that the majority has come out yesterday and it went back because in that case it never gives birth from a zohar. It will only do it in the daytime and not at the night time. The same Amoyde said another statement. If you have grinded up garlic, it's a danger to leave them open because when the snake finds them open, he drinks from them and he puts his uh, poison in them. Further, we'll enter the Mishnah to explaining, I'm going to go back to explaining the Mishnah. So the Mishnah, it says, that the amount of uh, sourdough is the amount of an olive, and chametz, which is regular leaven, is a kisavis, is a size of a date. And Basil will say that what is the shamai's reason that they make a distinction between sourdough and chametz? And why should they both not be also with the size of an olive? The one says, if they're both big the Torah just says that leaven is prohibited. The Torah didn't have to write that the sourdough is also usur. But no, I mean, and I would say from ourselves, we would conclude that even sourdough is also Pesach from a Kavachim. If a Chomets who is not a hard Chimutz, uh, the leaven is not a hard one because it's a regular chametz. It's a measure is a kizayis. So sourdough, which has been sitting fermenting there for a, a long time, and it's a difficult chametz. The kolshikin, of course, is going to be also a pesach in that shir. So the cost of rachmon alomali. So why did the Torah have to write so? But to tell you that shiur shalzeh like shiur shalzeh. To tell you that each one has its own shear. One shear is not like the other one. 
Sa'ir, whose chametz is very difficult, is more stringent, and that's shear is the size of an olive. The chametz, which is lighter than it, his shear is because of the size of a date. And that's why it's written with Fairish. Because for a Kavachaymer, I can only learn that the same Shurim, because you wouldn't be able to give Sawyer a greater Shur. And since we know that the Shur of Chometz is more than Akizais, so it has to be more, so then they placed it on Akizavis and Akizavis, because Akizavis has enough to settle the person's mind, because we find the Shur of Achilla with regards to eating and Yom Kippur that it's Bikisavis. Basilel, what did they say? They said Tzricha. The Torah has to write both. Torah has to write both Sawyer and Chometz. The Kosav, Nachman Sawyer, if the Torah would have just said sourdough and not Chometz, then I would say Sawyer. The sourdough is, is because from the Chimutz Kosher, it's a very strong Chimutz. It became totally sour, the dough. And Aval Chometz, the Chimutz Kosher, but leaven, which is just rising, it's not uh, a hard Chometz, a Maloi. Maybe it's not going to be also with a Kizais. Therefore, the Torah needs to write. Also Chometz, but if the Torah would have just said Chometz and wouldn't write Sa'ir, then I would say that only Chometz is also because because that is fit to be eaten. But sourdough, which is not fit, can eat, it can eat it, it's a very strong Chometz, but it's not fit. Maybe it's not also by Kizais, so the third needs to write soil. So it turns out that none of them is extra. And therefore, we don't have any source to make a distinction in their shiur. Does Bishama not hold this that Rabzeda said? Rabzeda says, it says in the Posik, uh, first soil and then Chomets. The Posik starts off, Shivas Yomim Soir Lemotsuvatechem. So it talks about soir, then it transfers to chametz. The Torah opened up with soir with sim chametz. The Torah should have said kikolechol soir because the Torah says about soir should have ended with soir, and it should have said the punishment together with the warning. But leimer lachal to tell you that soir is chametz, that the soir and the chametz are really one and the same, and the isur for eating. Is one and it applies to both of them. So what is Bashar going to answer this? It seems like it makes sense that they're the same, same, same category. So the Mark As far as eating, there is no difference, no, no disagreement that whether we're talking about sourdough, we're talking about soir, we're talking about chametz, the shear will always be a kizais. That's the zeta proof. But one of the arguing in the shear is the Indian biur is with regards to the obligation of removing the chametz. That we can't learn the shear of the obligation to remove the chametz from what the shear is for eating. And the fact that the Torah is specified by both of them, the Isu Baliroa, so it has to be that with regards to removal, there's a difference in the shurim. That we do learn now to remove the chametz. Just like the shear of Achille is by Kizais, same thing is the shear, the obligation is to remove it, has to be a Kizais. In Marami, we also learned something by explaining the Machloikis of Rabbi Yisbar Khanina. Rabbi Yisbar Khanina said, Machloikis, Machloikis Shami Sil is the Indian, it's only with regards to removal of the Chavs. But as far as the issue of eating, the Hakans of the Zer, 
According to all opinions, both so the chometz is the kizayin, the shiz is the Tanya and Rafi also in the Brais it says the pasuk loyrocho chometz loyrocho soi shall not be seen to you chometz, and then it says also shouldn't be seen to you soi. In this they disagree. that the and the chometz becomes and chometz will have the size of a date. that there only with a kizayis already by and there is no uh, disagreement at all with regard to Israel. Over there, everybody says a kizayis b'shamisil. So the only machlokes is with regards to the uh, biur of the chametz. Whether it's a kizayis or it's a kisavis, uh, there's a difference between soir and, and, and chametz. Further, we learn from the Mishnah, that if you shechting a chaya wild animal or a bird in Yom and you have to do a kisuadah. So Bishamai says that you have to dig with the, with the shovel and you cover the language of the Mishnah says Hashoichet, the one who shechts. It's mashma that we're talking about the Avid. We're talking about he shechted already. What should he do? In. Then we allow him to dig with the shovel and to cover up. But Lachatchil Eloi. But Lachatchil Eloi shouldn't shecht unless he has prepared, uh, broken up sand from the daytime to cover the blood. Amos Seifa. So then that will be a difficulty from the Seifa of the Braise. Ubeisil Eloi, Ubeisil says, Lo Yishchot. He shouldn't shecht. Unless he has the sand that is prepared for Yom, so from the fact it's mashma that lechatchila he's not allowed to shecht. But if he shechted, then he could go ahead and cover. So that would tell us that's the disagreeing, descending opinion, as Bishel's opinion. So Miklal, the Tanakama, which the first one Bishamai, so our Yishchayt that he can shecht even lechatchila, because otherwise it would be no machloike. So they must be talking about because. Uh, so it turns out that there's a contradiction relation to Sefer. The one answer is Holakashi. That's not a question because when Basil said Leishchot, Leishchot saying don't shecht and cover. The meaning, don't finish the act of shechita. Bishamai are only permitting with the Eved to dig and to cover after you shechted. And Basil don't allow to even be the Eved, but they're not talking about Lachatchil. So more aim of Sefer. So look in the safe. It says further, So we see that Basil themselves also will agree that after the fact that you already shechted, you should dig with the shovel and you cover up Miklal, the ratio that when Basil permitted, love the Yavid, we're talking about Chilik can do so. Because even Basil says you can do so. Uh, and it must mean that you can do so with Chilik. So why does he say only Hashachet? After the fact, this is what the Tanah Mishnah said: Hashoichet Shabolim Molech, Hashoichet who doesn't have ready sand in the time, is coming to ask: Is he allowed to shecht? And then to go ahead and and dig and cover Keitza. So how is the one who has been asked this question the Rav? What is the answer? Go ahead and shecht. So we're talking about the Chilat, Shech, dig, and cover. Still, then we still say, no, that we tell him, not to Shech, unless you have sand ready from Bajay. 
This is what the Tanah Mishnah is saying. That the Sheikh is coming to ask, what should he do? So how does the one who asks answer him? He says something like that you should go and dig and shecht and then cover. So first he's telling you to go ahead to dig and to prepare the sand. And only afterwards go ahead and shecht. So they shouldn't have, shouldn't shecht unless they have ready-made sand from the daytime. So what is the Rabbi of Yosef uh, disagreeing now in the truth? I mean, the order of the matters. Do you first shecht or do you first dig and prepare the sand? But according to both of them, the Sheikh and the Mishnah is not talking about that he already shechted, but it means that a person is coming to shecht and he's coming to find out what should he do. Because after the fact, it would not make a difference. Uh, after the fact, even Basil would agree. So we say that you and Rabbi are, are, are disagreeing in the din, which Rabzeri says the name of Rab. The Omar Rab. He has to give sand below the blood, offer and blood on the top. You pour, you pour the blood offer. You cover it with this sand. Offer never It doesn't say you cover it with sand, but in sand. If it would have said kiso offer, that would mean mean understood that there's no we don't care only by covering from the top. But since it says kiso offer, it's mashma that you have to cover it from the top after it's already uh, already covered and mixed in, in, in the sand. So Malamud, the Torah tells us, you have to give also sand below, and sand on the top. So Abayi says, Rabbi Yisif, the mar is like Rabbi Zayda. You, Rabbi Yisif, also Rabbi Zayda, and therefore, according to your words, you have to dig and prepare the offer before the Shechita, in order so that you can pour the dam at the time that you're shechting, so that the sand will be on the bottom of the blood. And Rabbi doesn't hold Rabbi Zayda, and that's why it's sufficient for him if he's going to prepare the sand after the Shechita and he's going to cover the blood on the top. Both hold Rabbi Zayda. But this is what we are disagreeing. Rabbi Sova, Rabbi holds the Yiko offer, if there is prepared sand for the bottom, in then you can shecht, and then go ahead and dig and to cover on the top. But But if there is not uh, have in his hand the sand in order to shechten it like the Bishamah don't allow you to go ahead and, and dig and to prepare new sand before the Shechita so that you can have the blood on it. You have to have already, the bottom has to be there. Because because we're afraid maybe you're going to dig and you're going to decide not to shecht. So it turns out that you uh, troubled yourself in vain on Yom Tev to dig and you didn't use it. Well, did he my view is on the contrary. It's better not to decree an Aser because of this worry, but we should allow him to go ahead and dig and prepare the sand on the bottom, even for Shechita, because if you're not going to allow him, he's not going to Shecht. Because if he doesn't have offer prepared, he's not going to Shecht. So go ahead and uh, better use it so that you make sure that you have meat for your meal and you're going to be able to enjoy the Sudhis Yom Tov. Further, we learned in the Mishnah, Umoidim, 
they agreed that Shimshachat that the Yavid Vishach the Shiach Mavdekar Vichaser that he should dig with the shovel and cover. Amr Abzirik, Amr Abiyuda. So Abzirik says that Abiyuda, who she actually decked knows that conditional that that shovel is stuck in the ground from the daytime, meaning from before Yontif. So the time that it takes it out from the ground, the offer automatically is moved with it. In that case, the offer that is on top of the shovel considered as if it's been dug and standing ready for it. But without it, you're not allowed to go ahead and stick in the shovel into the ground and dig with it because digging is also in Yonta because that's a derivative that's a tool of Harisha plowing because he softens the ground. Since you don't push away the Yisum Lachdom Yonta for the Yisakis Adam, so what does it help the fact that this shovel is stuck in the ground from the daytime, from before Yontav, Vavot Kitisha. But he's doing Kitisha, which is the uh, tool of Malachas Toichana. He's grinding the Yontav. Because the clusters of the these clunks of earth that are in the ground are, are chunks, and they're not fit to cover up until you grind them up, because they're not considered offered that. Amram Kibarash, 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 Amram